cash, calf, and feeder cattle prices last week continued mostly firm to higher despite the volatile corn market. U.S. beef exports continue to gain strength. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for June 1st, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Calf and feeder cattle traded mainly higher last week at the auctions monitored by Cattle Current amid lighter seasonal volume and despite volatile corn futures weighing on feeder cattle futures. The calf market will begin to slow moving into the summer months as fewer calves will be available and as demand for them tends to fade during the hot and dry summer months, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. On the other hand, Griffith says, the market for yearling cattle tends to gain momentum heading into the summer months, which is what is being reflected in the summer and fall feeder cattle futures contracts. The question, he says, is whether the yearling cash market can meet the current expectations of the futures market. According to Griffith, the initial thought for an answer to that question is that there's no chance feeder cattle will be $155 or higher in August, but uncertainty remains in both the live cattle market and the feed grain market. Assuming cost of gain for cattle entering the feedlot in August at $1 a pound, and those cattle being marketed in January at $130 a hundred weight, then, Griffith says, the break-even price for purchasing steers at 800 pounds is about $150 a hundredweight, which is $5 lower than the August feeder cattle contract currently. And, Griffith says, the dollar cost of gain is generous and assumes corn prices will ease moving into the summer and fall months. Spun differently, Griffith says, the market is offering producers another good opportunity to lock in profitable prices for feeder cattle. Week to week on Friday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of a dollar and a penny lower from 20 cents lower at the back to $2.35 lower in spot August, not counting recently minted away May, and except for an average of 7 cents higher in two contracts. Pressure came mostly from the elevated feed prices, as thankfully the market shrugged off the previous week's cattle on feed report. As noted in cattle current at the beginning of the week, Although April feedlot placements were 27.2% more than the same time last year when the pandemic disrupted numbers, they were 1.1% less than in 2019. What's more, in the latest issue of In the Cattle Markets, David Anderson, extension livestock economist with Texas A&M University, says feedlot placements during the first four months of this year are 1.9% less than the same months in 2019. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at CAFnews.net. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices last week continued bound in the same range as the last month and a half. Live prices were steady to $3 lower in the Texas Panhandle at $116 to $120 hundredweight, 
steady to a dollar lower in Kansas at 119 to 120 and steady at $120 in Nebraska and the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were steady to a dollar higher in Nebraska at $191 and steady in the Western Corn Belt at $189 to $191. Live cattle futures closed an average of $1.82 lower through the front three contracts week to week on Friday, then an average of $0.29 cents lower except for an average of $0.06 cents higher in two contracts. On the upside, moving a little further down the road, in the latest livestock monitor, analysts with the Livestock Market Information Center explain current futures prices imply fourth quarter margins will be very good for feedlots. As an example, LMIC currently projects break-evens for October at about $115 a hundredweight, nearly $10 under the current October live cattle contract. More distant deferred live cattle contracts are even higher. So far this year, LMIC estimates cattle feeding returns at a negative $60 to a positive $40 per head, due in part to escalating feed costs on the negative side of the ledger, but supported by declining feeder cattle prices from August of last year through January of this year. Wholesale beef values continued extraordinarily strong last week, but appeared to begin losing steam as restaurants and food service refill the pipeline and as holiday purchases come to an end. Choice box beef cutout value was $5.80 higher week to week on Friday at $330.97 a hundred weight. Select was $1.41 lower at $300.90. Griffith points out the choice box beef cutout price increased about $100 or 43% since the middle of March. Although most every primal and cut gained significantly along the way, he explains middle meats are the primary driver. Remember, you can get free daily market highlights and comments in the Cattle Current podcast available at www.cattlecurrent.com. Finally this week, U.S. beef exports continue to show signs of recovering and expanding. Net U.S. beef export sales for the week ending May 20th of 27,900 metric tons were 19% more than the previous week and 45% more than the prior four-week average, according to USDA's U.S. Export Sales Report. Increases were primarily for China, Japan, South Korea, Indonesia, and Taiwan. USDA projects U.S. beef exports this year to be record large for both volume and value at $7.6 billion. That's according to the latest quarterly outlook for U.S. agricultural trade and that's $200 million more than forecast three months earlier, based on both increased volume and unit values. For that matter, USDA forecasts record high levels of exports for all other red meats and poultry, as well as for U.S. agricultural products overall. Total value of U.S. farm exports for fiscal year 2021 are projected to be $164 billion, which would be $28 billion more or 21% more than the previous year and the highest total on record. The annual export record of $152.3 billion was set in 2014. Key drivers of the surge in projected U.S. ag exports include a record outlook for China, record export volumes and values for a number of key products, sharply higher commodity prices, and reduced foreign competition. 
As for China, according to analysts with USDA's Economic Research Service, the comparatively early post-pandemic re-emergence of the manufacturing sector in that nation facilitated the boost in global demand for goods, helping China's GDP to grow by 2.3% in 2020. GDP in China this year is projected to be 8.2%. And that's your June 1st CAF News Price Point with Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.